With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn how to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out and find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three, a songwriter, life coach, and wellness advocate, Liz Langston. Hello, you gorgeous, beautiful people. It has been a day. I was like, should I not mention it's been a day? I'm a coach, right? I should not mention that it's been a day, but even coaches have days, okay? And yes, I have some thought work I will be doing later, (laughs) cleaning out my mind and figuring out why today was such a day. I do know one of the reasons was that I waited way too long to eat lunch, (laughs) so I had a couple things happen in my business where... Everything was so dramatic because da, 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 I was hangry and I didn't realize it until after I was crying on the floor. So if that's any consolation, hello, welcome to the podcast. I am happy to be here with you. Um, so I'm Lizzie Langston. I am a life coach, certified life coach through the Life Coach School. If you're new here, welcome. Today we're going to be talking about making space for yourself in your postpartum motherhood. Now, I know a lot of women and moms that are amazing people. They don't struggle with this at all. Um, I wasn't one of those. Not that I wasn't an amazing person. We are all, our worth is built in. Okay. That, that can, we can't touch our worth, but as far as it came to balancing, taking care of myself and taking care of my children, I got lost And what happened was because I didn't know how to make space for me in my motherhood, um, I don't know if it was as much as I didn't know how to, as it was, I was just so excited about being a mom and I was all in, which sounds lovely, but then there's this thing called yourself that disappears and that actually doesn't help your motherhood. So today we're going to be talking about the belief systems that might be keeping us from actually taking good care of ourselves and watching out for them. We're going to be talking about good mom syndrome. We're going to be talking about what it actually looks like to make space for yourself in your motherhood and how it feels to give yourself permission to do so. So first, what do I mean by making space for yourself in your motherhood? Right? Maybe that doesn't make sense to you. Here's what it means to me. Making space for yourself in your motherhood looks like this. Going on a walk, even if it's with your kids. Even if your kids say, no, mom, I don't want to go on a walk right now. And you know you need to get outside and get some fresh air and take a break and a breather and see other adults. You're going to say, sorry, kids, mom needs this right now. That's the most simple example. 
Another example of making space in your motherhood. This happened to me the other day. We were driving around. It was a Saturday. Of course, my kids wanted to be doing really fun things, but I had a couple of things I needed to get done, some errands. And instead of feeling mom guilt about it, I just thought, There's going to be lots of years, and there already has been some time, even though my kids are five, three, and two, there's going to be lots of years where I'm driving around on my Saturday and their Saturday to get them where they want to go. And so today we're driving around getting mom where she wants to go and where she needs to go and wants to go both. No shame in just wanting to go somewhere and taking your kids because you want to do it. And so, um, Instead of the mom guilt and the energy drainage that that is, I was able to come to a clear space of, I am just as an important member of this family as my children. Making space in your motherhood looks like the belief that your motherhood is just as important as their childhood. We hear so many beautiful, beautiful, faith-filled inspiring words about how childhood is magic and it's so precious and we want to make it the best we can for them, whatever, whatever, whatever. The wonderful thing about that is childhood is already happening. We don't have to create childhood. Childhood just is because they are children and it's magical inherently built into them and to their minds and the way they see the world. Now, if we want to work, you know, go out of our way and work to be a part of that with them and get down on their level and embrace and be a part of, connect with that magical magic of childhood? Yes, amen. But do we need to guilt ourselves if we don't feel like playing Legos on the floor for the second hour in a row anymore? Do we need to guilt ourselves if we want to hire a mother's helper or a babysitter to go out and take a breather with nothing to do except just get away from the kids for a while. The answer in my podcast episode today is no. And in fact, what I want to offer today is that as we carve out space and find the good balance of however much time it is we need separate from our kids to recharge ourselves and whatever it is we need to be doing, as we take time to discover what those things are and to actually do them, including the hiring of babysitters, including possibly the spending of some money just for ourselves within our motherhood, everybody benefits. In the intro to my podcast, I say we lead ourselves first, then our families. And part of leadership is being able to separate out somebody else's needs from your own and being able to take care of yourself and take responsibility to take care of yourself. So without further ado, let's jump into the few points I've got for you today. Number one is watch out for good mom syndrome. Okay. Here's what I mean by good mom syndrome. It means that you're having symptoms of a lot of negative emotion pent up in your motherhood. Maybe it's resentment. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's loneliness. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's self-pity. Maybe like it was for me when I was depressed and in postpartum depression, it's all of the above. And you feel like you cannot function. Like cleaning your house is overwhelming. There's stuff everywhere. Why? Because you, your brain is like fuzzy. So your house reflects that. 
So um, how does this happen? Now, this is not a clinical discussion about how postpartum depression happens in the body and hormones and all the things. Okay. I am not a medical professional. This is coming from my own experience and life coaching tools. Okay. But how do I think that this happens to us sometimes? And in my experience, how did this happen to me? It happened because I didn't realize it at the time, which is why I'm sharing it with you today. So maybe you can come into realization if this is you. I didn't realize that for the first four years of my motherhood, I was choosing cultural and social, social, is that a word? Cultural and social expectations that actually may or may not be real, but I was seeing them in my mind, creating them. Maybe they are real, maybe they're not. And I was building myself into this structure that fit those expectations very well. I call it a box. I said this on my Instagram stories. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's just at Lizzie Langston. I said this just this week, cause we were talking about making space for your motherhood for yourself and your motherhood all week long. And it was a beautiful box and I fit in it perfectly. One problem. I couldn't breathe. So let me give you an example of this. For example, based off of my mother's actions, my mother-in-law's actions, and maybe a lot of moms in my church community's actions, I made the assumption and recognize how I'm taking full responsibility. I am not saying my mom made me or my church made me. I'm taking responsibility and said that I made the assumption and created in my mind the expectation that I would stay at home full-time as a mom. And while there's nothing inherently wrong with doing that, and it actually worked out really well for me for a long time, but eventually as I had more kids or as their ages changed and their needs and behaviors changed, it wasn't working for me, but I didn't realize I didn't even have enough awareness to see that it was something that was optional. I just thought it was the way it had to be. And unfortunately for me, or maybe fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I didn't realize that this was happening until I was suicidal in my second round of postpartum depression. Only then did I finally have the courage to question what I was saying was a quote unquote good mom. So this is why I call it good mom syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, What expectations are you living in your motherhood that might actually be not facilitating who you are and what you actually need as a person, but are making you look good as a mother based on only these expectations? In other words, what things do you maybe need that you're not paying attention to because you're so focused on being accepted and socially approved by your church friends, by your other mom friends, by your family members, by that one judgmental auntie you have. (laughs) I don't know, totally making it up, right? So it's fascinating as I've been in life coaching. So a little bit about me real quick. If you haven't heard my story, I found coaching, the art of life coaching, which is actually a thing. And it's not all warm and fuzzy. It actually is amazing and helps people, but all not all life coaches are not created equal. So just so you know, you want to get a coach 
preferably in my opinion, this is just my opinion, y'all can hate if you want, you want to get a coach certified through the Life Coach School because they have the top-notch, cutting-edge um, coaching tools right now. Anyway, it will change your life. But I found these. I, I looked for a coach for the first time when I was depressed, and I had already tried the max dosage of antidepressants. I'd already seen a therapist. I'd already been going to the local hospital's free postpartum support groups. I was my next step was inpatient care and I couldn't with my kids. So my in-laws took them lovingly and I and my husband spent some time focusing full-time on my healing. And that's when I found a life coaches podcast. And that is when I understood that my thoughts create my feelings and my kids and their behaviors and their words and their screaming are actually neutral circumstances. They don't actually make me feel anything other than a sensation in my ear when they're screaming, right? But the rest of it is optional. All my thoughts about that and the noise in my head and the negative emotion. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, the second thing I want to say about the good mom syndrome is it's not only cultural expectations that we attach ourselves to or tell ourselves are important. And again, remember, it's not culture that is at fault here. It's totally our brains and this thing that we do where we put ourselves in these boxes. But so again, not just expectations, but also some beliefs that are very common among among moms of young kids that actually can trap us or suffocate us as individuals in motherhood. They're great for the children and they're not so great for the people who are helping the children survive and thrive. And if we look at society at large, we need mothers to be taken care of to a certain extent so that they can get those kids out into the world in a healthy way, as healthy as possible. And so obviously I don't need to make the case to you all, your moms, but um, taking care of yourself is going to better serve you, your kids, and the world. So here are some of those beliefs that can be sneaky and seem really nice sounding, and they're actually corrosive and dangerous and trapping. The first one is good moms are selfless. Doesn't that sound nice? Doesn't that sound like something you should strive for? Go be selfless. Yeah. That's so good. We'll all praise you. All the other moms will tell you how selfless you are. You'll be like the best person in the room. You'll be the closest to heaven for sure. (laughs) I'm totally teasing, but right. Sometimes though, we kind of pride ourselves. I know this was me. I kind of wore a badge for a while until it didn't work anymore because I drove myself into the ground, but I kind of wore this badge for a while of Let me show my people in my life how selfless I am by just being all in on motherhood and not taking care of myself. That'll be great. And then I'll be a good mom. That's the logic that we always want to feel a feeling about ourselves. Like if I just do this, then I'll feel 
like I'm doing it right. I'll feel accepted. I'll feel not guilty. And, um, so this is where we get ourselves into trouble because when we believe a good mom is selfless, we turn into somebody that's selfless. And that sounds like a good thing again, but what are you if you don't have yourself? You're just a people pleaser. You're just a needs meter. You lose your personality. You lose your hobbies. You lose your passion, your fire, your fuel for life. And by golly, let me tell you, your kids need to see those things. Are we doing our kids more of a service by ignoring ourselves and dropping everything that's important to us to just serve them and be completely selfless? What's more realistic, them seeing somebody do that and maybe growing up and expecting their spouses to do that? Or them seeing us take out time for themselves, ourselves, them seeing us say, no, honey, I'm sorry. We can't go do that. Mom has an appointment for herself to get a facial <laughs> or no, whatever it is. Or let me find you a ride to that event. Cause I've got plans, <laughs> right? So just showing them a healthy sense of self. And I honest to goodness will tell you that as you take just a healthy amount of time for yourself, whatever that looks like for you. I'm not going to define it here because it truly, I think is different for everyone. But as you get yourself what you need, whether it's a movie with the girls, whether it's dinner with your husband and you get a sitter, whether it's seriously a trip away or a trip to a local hotel for a few days by yourself, as you do that, you will have more to give those kids. So selfless does not equate to being able to give more. That's why we think good moms are selfless is because the assumption there is that if you're selfless, you're serving people better. And I just want to call that into question today. Is that really true? Another one, another good mom belief that I had that I went for is that staying at home with your kids full time is the best way to raise them. You're going to get the most quality raising of your children if you are not a working mom if you are a stay at home mom. And I was kind of in this excruciating process when I tried to start questioning this, but like I said, I couldn't breathe in this box. It wasn't working for me. And I hadn't dared for years. I hadn't dared consider that maybe I could be a better mom and have more quality time if I did work. By the way, not saying that's true for everyone. Okay. Let's make that clear. But I, what I am saying can be true for everyone is taking a double look at some of these prescriptions you put on yourself to live in as a mother and asking yourself, is this for the best interest of my children? Is this in for the best interest for me and my husband? So many times it's a beautiful box, right? It's a beautiful box. You look so good from the outside. You're checking all the boxes at your church. You're checking all the boxes with your mom friends and at home you're being terrible to your children because you're miserable. It's the biggest hypocrisy and I lived it, but hello, we don't know we're doing this to ourselves. We're just, honestly, we're innocently just trying to fit in. We're just trying to do something we've never done. So sometimes we, we, we do, we happen to look to the side and do what another mom's doing, or we look back into our grandma and our mom and we just do how they did it. But the fact of the matter is, even if you fall down the family line, you are not the same person as your mother. And not only that, you don't live in the same era as she does. Okay. So again, I am not here today to 
go on a rant. Sorry. I do get a little excited sometimes. I'm not here to tell you, you need to change. I just want you to possibly consider I'm offering that you maybe could question some of these things that you believe. And if you question them and then come back to exactly where you are and you're like, Nope, Yep. I checked it and everything's good. I'm taking the best care of myself and showing up the best I can be for my kids and my husband and myself. Great. If you question some of these beliefs and you're like, actually, I really don't believe that. Then I give you permission to make the changes necessary. And there's a whole group of support that I have for you and others that that will have for you. Even if you're scared that somebody else won't have it for you. There are people who will love you through whatever changes in your motherhood you need to make, no matter, no matter how extreme they might be for you, how they feel extreme for you to get you healthy and to get you where you want to be mentally and emotionally. Okay. Last thing I'm going to say about this particular belief that staying at home with your kids is the best way to raise them is I'm just going to call to the surface, the underlying assumption with this belief, which is that quantity of time equals quality. The assumption here is that if you have the greater quantity of hours with your children, which would be staying at home as a mom, then you're going to have a more quality outcome. And that's just simply not true in every case. Honestly, in some cases I am so amazed and I really think it is. And there are so many moms that just ace it baby. And you're like, yeah, you make stay at home motherhood look amazing. But then there's others of us who make working momhood look amazing. So the point isn't what the actual structure is in your motherhood. The point is, are you feeling amazing? Because that is the quality that you will give to your children. That energy, that fire, that passion for life. We're going to derive that as mothers in very different ways. And some of us, it's going to take more time away from our kids. And others of us, it's going to mean no time away from our kids. What it looks like for you, I don't know. And frankly, I don't really care. Like I don't have an opinion or a judgment on that. I just would love for the world of mothers to be a little bit less quick to just adopt what people tell them to do as moms and to be a little bit more intuitive and introspective about what you actually need as a person and make space for that in your motherhood. Again, it's not just child rearing and child raising. It's also becoming a mom, carrying out motherhood as an individual. All right. So that's my invitation to you. All right. The second point I want to make today is that we don't always have to change how our motherhood looks or change anything about our circumstances in order to start feeling better right now. Sometimes making space for yourself and your motherhood doesn't actually look like taking more time away from the kids. Sometimes it just looks like mental check-ins and making sure that you are protecting yourself from the negativity your kids are throwing your way by understanding that one, you're not responsible for their feelings. They are, even though you want to teach them how to be responsible for their feelings. And even though you are responsible for how you behave in your feelings, you don't want to take on all that responsibility. And then two, you are responsible for your feelings. Do you see how this creates space as we divvy up? Okay, those are their emotions and these are mine. And you don't say, oh, their emotions are now my emotions or my emotions are their emotions. We have some space between the two parties in the household. So making space in your motherhood is teaching and practicing emotional adulthood, emotional responsibility. 
owning that when you're angry, it's not because your kids just did that thing that they just did. What makes you angry is the thought like they totally know better or I've taught them more than this. They're making me look bad in public. It's the thoughts, the thoughts that we think. It's how we handle and react and respond to our kids' behaviors that create our emotions. And similarly, we might say something to them like, no, we can't go on the walk. Dad's going to be home soon and we have plans to go to dinner, something, I don't know. And they throw a fit and they say, that's not fair. And they're upset. So their thought about it, that's not fair, is creating their upsetness. You saying no is just a plain old Jane old circumstance. It's not that exciting. It's just a no. It could have been a yes. It could have been a maybe. It could have been a never. It could have been an always. It was a no. It was just nothing. It was just a word, two letters. And they are creating a thought about it. Now, kids don't really understand this. And so we do want to give some slack there, but it's important that you at least understand this because you've got to be able to lead yourself first and then your family. So being a leader as well as a mother and part of leadership and full emotional complexity, capacity, adulthood, whatever you want to call it is truly understanding that your circumstances don't create your feelings. It goes, circumstances and then thoughts and then feelings. Circumstances cannot touch feelings. Only thoughts do. So as you start to see that your children are just a circumstance and you start to take ownership for all the negative emotion that you feel in your motherhood as being a product of your thoughts and not a product of your children's behavior, you will create space in your motherhood. Space for new thoughts, space for positive emotion, space for love, space for not blaming, space for yourself to work on yourself. And that's where you hire a coach. If you really have a lot to work on in that department and your, if your kids feel like a very negative circumstance, I want to offer you to book a consult with me. If you're interested in in investing in regular time, it would be an hour each week for six months, regular time to really focus on reversing some habits and patterns and yelling and hitting and whatever it is in your home. So if that's of interest to you, that's what I do full time. I help moms get through this stuff and come out on the other end, feeling more love, feeling more peace, hitting less, yelling less, and just being more of that mom that they've always wanted to be, but they feel like the types of kids they have don't allow them to be, or the type of husband they have, or the place they live, or the house they're in. So gaining power over your circumstances. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. The next way we can create space in our motherhood, and the last point for today, is truly one that I didn't believe at first. And I was kind of repellent of this idea. So if that's you, just know that was me. And it's taken me a while to see how this is actually true. Um, and it actually can be a little bit uncomfortable at first for you and your husband and loved ones, which is that every person in the family, okay, I take that back. Every adult person in the family is responsible for meeting their own needs emotionally, their, their emotional needs, and frankly, their physical ones as well. So what this looks like and why this relates to making space for yourself in your motherhood is because sometimes we want to make space for ourselves and we're trying, right? We're like, ah, I booked that girl's night, but then my son got sick or whatever, whatever, whatever. And then instead of rescheduling or asking your mom to come over or whatever it is, maybe you don't want to leave your son. Maybe you just decide to reschedule. Um, I love that. I'm like making up these random stories in my head, like your son, like it was your son and he got sick and it was a Friday night. And don't you remember that? Yeah. I'm totally making up examples, but don't they see so they seem so real. It's cause they are. I mean, I'm speaking the mom life, right? You know what I'm talking about. I know, you know, okay. So instead of though being in a pity party, which, Hey, I don't even want to call it a pity party because sometimes I'm in those and they're real and they don't feel like a party. <laughs> they feel very sad. But instead of dropping into that, you know, that lonely, sad, poor me place that I get into a lot of times in my motherhood, um, when things don't work out where I was trying to get out of the house and then just, it just traps you back into the house. And not only are you in the house, but now you're miserable because you're feeling bad for yourself. So just realize that just because things outside of you happen that you can't control doesn't mean that that's an excuse not to still go ahead and do what you need to do and make it happen. Make it happen. Seriously though, make it happen. What is waiting? What energy and sparkle and life and fun in your motherhood is waiting to be between you and your kids to come from you towards your kids. When you do this, when you just buck up and say, okay, friends didn't invite me. And I'm seeing their post on Instagram happened. Yes, it happens to all of us. Okay. I'm going to create my own fun outing and invite either other friends or those friends. Maybe they didn't even know that they were supposed to invite me in my world. Right? So just put those expectations that you have on others back on yourself and say, how can I handle this so that I can get the outcome that I want to stop waiting for other people to bring you into the fun. Stop waiting for your husband to finally ask you to go out to dinner. Stop waiting for your husband to notice that you're sad and falling apart and disappearing into your motherhood. Stop waiting for being at your sister-in-law's house to tell her how hard your life is and how bad it is and start creating the life you want. This was me. If that's all you, that was me. And I'm here today to tell you that it's painful. It's a painful place. And it's kind of a scary, dangerous place because if you're not going to do it, who knows if, and when anyone else is, and who is going to do it, who's going to take care of your needs. We think it should be our husbands, but you know how he can zone out sometimes, right? You know how good he is at paying attention to what you actually need. Do you really want to delegate everything you need to him? Really though, 
I mean, at least pick your best friend who's really thoughtful. (laughs) No, you do it. Let's all do it. You want to make a pact? Let's put our pinkies in. Everyone, pinkies in the circle. (laughs) Pinky promise. Here we go. Lizzie said, I solemnly swear. No, I'm just kidding. But for, for Rizzle, guys, let's just do this. Let's stop waiting. Okay, let's take pride in the fact that we are able and capable of doing what we need to do for ourselves. And if anyone has a problem with it, you just say, wait, hold on. I'll listen to that after I go get my nails done. (laughs) Then you come back and you're so happy and energetic. They're like, whoa, can you go get your nails done twice a week? Would that work twice a month? Can we do that? (laughs) So um, it's okay. Are you willing to allow other people in your life, including your mom and her judgments, including a mother-in-law, including your husband, including your sister-in-law, your aunt, including that friend down the street, that lady at church, are you willing to let them be uncomfortable with whatever you are doing right now? Do you have the self-respect and the self-love? If not, or if just barely, and you're really wanting to work on that, again, I invite you to come book a consult with me. I'm really amazingly helpful. As a coach, I can coach your mind and really help you get to where you want to be as far as how you feel about yourself, about your body, and making space for yourself and your motherhood. It's a hood. You in the hood? I'm in the hood. All right, ladies, I love you. And by the way, if I sound really happy and you're really depressed and miserable, just so you know, I was there. And just so you know, I see you and I love you to pieces. I could cry. And just so you know, I have been depressed twice and I've been suicidal and the life coaching tools that I found after I had believed that healing was possible and that I was going to make it happen no matter what, when I got to that level of intensity in my you know, my heart was just set on healing. I was like, there has to be a way out of this. I was already on medications. I think I already shared this, but yeah, that was me. And I am looking at you and I, it's almost like I can see your face, except I can't see it. Cause I don't know exactly what your face looks like, <laughs> but the universe has brought us together on this podcast tonight for a reason. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. And I hope my voice is of comfort and love, and grace. And I want you to know that motherhood can get better. And there is a way out, and it's by learning the power of your mind. Your thoughts can create any outcome you want, any world you want to live in, you can create it in your mind for the better, for the good, for the light. You can be that mom you want to be to your kids. You can be that disciple of Jesus Christ and that leader in the world and that wife that just loves her husband and doesn't nitpick and argue. We can get you there. You can get you there. You are more powerful than you know. Your mind is a creator. You are a creator. You can create the circumstances just how you like them. It's like your favorite recipe. You can put in a little more salt if you like it. You can put in a little more honey if you like it. Okay, with your thoughts, you can put in a little more fun to your life if you like it, but it doesn't start in the negative where you are. You've got to get to neutral. You've got to neutralize your circumstances. You've got to realize that those circumstances are not creating your feelings. You're lying to yourself. It's not truth. 
Every time you tell yourself that your kids are driving you into the ground, that your house is making you insane and miserable, that the piles of laundry are eating away at your soul. (laughs) A little dramatic, a little dramatic, but sometimes real for us, right? I've thought all these thoughts. I've been in that world and it's fine. Like, honestly, I lived there for a long time, but if you're ready to get out and climb out and create something new, book a consult with me. I'll see you on the other side. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Liz here. When I was struggling as a mom of three littles, it was actually a podcast just like this that a friend shared with me that woke me up to getting the help I needed. Please consider sharing a favorite episode with a friend or leave me a review on iTunes to help other moms find the help they need here too. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.